Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Talk Tuners. I want to tell you about this new app I'm using called Wisdom. Wisdom is a social audio app for opening access to mentorship when you need it the most. Listen in real time and ask questions to experts in areas from business to finance to fitness. Stephanie and I are excited to be part of the Wisdom family and we'll be hosting a session on our favorite topic, you guessed it, live music on January 6th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. Come talk to us. Download the Wisdom app today and follow our username. That's joinwisdom.audio forward slash Stephanie's Talk Tunes to get notified when we go live. We can't wait to chat with you. Again, our username is joinwisdom.audio forward slash Stephanie's Talk Tunes. And we'll see you on January 6th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. Talk soon, talk tuners. Talk tuners. We are here miraculously and incredibly in 2022. Hello. Hello. Hello, talk tuners. 20 deuce deuce in full effect. This is crazy. Kicking <laughs> off episode one for season two. This is exciting. I hope everybody had a fantastic holiday and did what you needed to do. And if, even if that is you did nothing, I am so happy for you. And totally. let's uh, let's kick off this new year, um, right? We have great content today. And uh, but before we get into that, you know, um, you know, we just we want to say some thank yous. Thank you, you know, straight up. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for being here. And uh, you know, thanks for the new listeners. Love you. Yeah, great. absolutely. It's incredible. These new listeners just want to say, hey guys. You probably know, but I am Stephanie Myers. I'm Stephanie Benya. And we are Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes. As you may or may not know, if you're joining us kind of in the middle, this is a podcast where we talk about stories and memories in our lives that we connect this particular music to, music that has played and shaped a role in so much of our lives. And we're really happy to be here to talk with you about it today. And of course, we have a good one for you today. And we're so excited to share it. And then uh, first, just wanted to kind of continue a little bit of the gratitude theme mm-hmm. that we've been having past couple episodes, but we really are super grateful for everything that's happened in the course of this less than year. Since it's been amazing. Yeah, yes. It's been a roller coaster in a good way. Folks have been so gracious and just wanted to say thanks for the great feedback that we've received so far. Uh, we've received these really nice Woo! 
reviews on Apple Podcasts, his beautiful five-star reviews, and just wanted to just share one of them, be grateful for it. Uh, yes. We got this really beautiful one from, uh, it was, I believe it's Novaya 350, and they said, a great listen, five stars. Such a fun podcast. It's a joy to listen to the Stephanies tell their colorful and often hilarious personal stories behind the songs and artists they're showcasing. That's so sweet. It is. Thank you so much. That's that's awesome. Hell Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> I echo that gratitude. Um, and we'll be reading yes. some more of these five-star reviews on air as we go along. So just wanted to acknowledge that. Say thanks, guys, as we kick off this new year. And we're happy to get into it. Yeah, 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 Steph. So let's get going. So we're going to kick off 2022 with an artist that has one name and, you know, at one time just went by a symbol. Mr. Badass Prince. Prince, mm. y'all. Woo! Not 1999, mm. but it's 2022. And we're going <laughs> to talk about his classic, When Doves Cry, and his legacy. right now. I'm super excited. Let's get into it. Myers, you got some amazing facts. Let's go. Yeah. It's just such a great, great song. And I think it's one that I'm hoping most of our listeners know. It's such a classic. Yep. Um, and the interesting thing is when this was coming out, nobody had heard something structured like this before. And I think when something mm -hmm. becomes a classic, you just assume, oh, it's always been in the zeitgeist. It's always been around. You got to recall when this first came on the radio, people were like, whoa, doesn't have a yeah. baseline. 1986. <laughs> it's like, yeah. come on, y'all. This is 86. Yeah, this is revolutionary. So, yeah. yeah. When I hear when I hear that electric guitar riff, Stephanie, my world stops. I don't yeah. care where I'm at. I have a running yeah. list of songs that it just does that for me. And this is definitely one of them. I have goosebumps right now just thinking about that guitar riff. It is so fucking dope. Yeah. I just, man, Prince. It's amazing. It's, uh, as folks may know, this is a song that Prince composed specifically for Purple Rain. Um, we learned a little bit from Genius when we were doing some research, which has uh, some great facts. He was asked by the director, Albert Magnoli, can you write a song that matches the theme for this particular segment of the film, mm -hmm. which of course is, uh, if you recall, there's parents, there's fights, and then there's a love affair. And guess what? He went home and he wrote When Doves Cry overnight. Because of course he did. Because he was Prince. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, oh, 
God. I bet it was on his first try to. Yeah. (laughs) But he was just like, yeah, I'm good before I go to bed. Let me just bust out, you know, some really fucking iconic music real quick. And then I got to go to sleep, you know. Done for the day. (laughs) Done for the day. Man, yeah. I mean, Purple Rain, y'all. Purple Rain is the name of the movie, name of the album. I know me growing up, my parents were Prince fans. Um, (laughs) We had that album. It was playing all the time. And uh, yeah, it's definitely something very special. That's cool because I've always, when I hear When Doves Cry and seen the movie, I always had wondered if that was something, you know, really close to him, if there was any auto, you know, autobiographical content there. So thanks, Steph. That's cool. Yeah. It's interesting because I wondered the same thing. And it's been, I guess, in recent years told, hey, uh, the film itself and the concepts Mm -hmm. are semi-autobiographical, but he was always kind of mysterious about how much was based on his actual real life and in interviews he didn't often talk about his personal life. It was uh, mm-hmm. kind of later in life when he was even open about being a Jehovah's Witness and uh, some other yeah. aspects of his life. And he never had talked about it for a number of years. But mm-hmm. the content of the song is him uh, talking very openly about like, uh, maybe I'm going to be like my parents. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, of course, goes along with the theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's such an interesting little song structurally again, because he'd even said, hey, there's we're going to have these uh, barrage of keyboards um, that come in in the chorus. And that represents the doves crying. So he wanted to structure oh, musically nice. with the lyrics, which is the sign of course, um, just such genius. Holy shit, man. That's cool. I like that. That's a good little nugget there stuff. That's really cool. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, um, we, let's go ahead and continue, man. We have uh, so doves cry. You told me that he actually had doves. What? He did. He did. This is really, I thought, okay, fun cool. and also a little bittersweet. Um, he had actual doves at Paisley Park where he lived, as folks may know, um, where he lived in Minneapolis. Um, they were named yes. uh, Majesty and Divinity and he loved them and he would sing to them and he'd play music for them. Wow. Um, and they lived there for 30 years. And when Prince died in 2016, Majesty ended up passing in 2017. And then um, Divinity ultimately died in 2021. Um, wow. And then I'd read, and this was like fascinating and also like kind of gave me the chills. They'd said when he passed, you know, these devs that had been mm-hmm. so vocal for so long, they were always cueing, they were always responding to him. They just stopped mm-hmm. cueing for days and nobody could do anything. To make them feel better. Ooh. I think they'd stopped eating. They just, they knew that he wasn't on this earth anymore. And then they'd said they started cooing again. They started being vocal when somebody decided, oh, we're going to go in and play Prince's music for them. So they heard his voice. Oh, wow. Then that they came is back. so cool. They came back to life. So he does live on in that form for not only us humans, but also all the, uh, all the other creatures of the earth that are missing him, as I know yeah. many folks do. Absolutely. So yeah, in Paisley Park. So I mean, you know, for those that are the diehard Prince fans, I mean, we know that, you know, and with this unfortunate passing, um, Paisley Park became pretty much open to the public. Um, so I'm wondering if anybody, if any of our fans out there is actually gone um, yeah. and saw the doves. That'd be really cool if you have any pictures to share. That was, I got, that was some that. really cool. You know, that was something that caught me off guard. I did not know. You know, I, I have a friend that went to Paisley Park. I still haven't been. Wow. Um, Stephanie, have you, have you, you know, so you haven't been either. So I just want to make sure because sometimes yeah. you do some cool things I don't know about. So <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Um, that, yeah. So I think, I think you and I should, should go out to Paisley together. Let's just make that happen. I would love to. And to my knowledge, they are still doing um, a few shows that might have um, mm-hmm. stopped, but he would host shows there, whether or not he was playing them or even in attendance. It was a, a venue and I'd love to see a show there. I think Paisley Park and Red Rocks are my top two um, bucket yeah. list venues that I really want to be able to go to. And Stephanie, I didn't know if you know this. I thought this was kind of funny about Paisley Park just as a rock and roll venue. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually one of the few in the nation. Um, there's no cameras, no phones, or no alcohol allowed. So I guess if we decide to go, we need to mentally prepare ourselves for that because that's going to be kind of a different uh, concert experience, I guess. Oh my God. But no, it's going to be the concert experience we had when we were kids. We didn't grow up with phones. <laughs> we didn't bring our cameras. We couldn't drink yet unless we got somebody to buy it for us. You know? So now we're just going to go back in time. I dig it. Let's do this. It sounds like a plan. I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah, You're right. You're f- right. It's just taking it back. We're going to take it back to our day. So, hey, y'all. So as far as, you know, Prince goes, Stephanie and I are mega fans. And one of the things that we enjoyed when we were in Brooklyn living together is the phenomenal cable channel VH1 Classic. Yeah. And every Saturday, it seemed like her, either whoever got up first, Steph or me, we put that on. And of course, they're showing all the, you know, the great vids from 70s, 80s, 90s. And, you know, Prince would be on there. And of course, they're going to show when doves cry because hello, y'all remember that video? You got this sexy man up in the bathtub, you know, and uh, it was just, it, it's it's mind blowing, totally mind blowing. Um, and so <laughs> Steph and I have bonded over this video, just watching it together, laughing, reenacting the craziness, the, 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 the crawl, the infamous crawl. The way he crawls out of the bathtub oh on the floor, on the floor towards you. And let me be clear, Prince is one of the few people who could pull this off. Yes! Um, when you watch yes. it, you're not even like, oh, okay. You're kind of like, I'm uh, I'm not laughing at you, Prince. I'm certainly laughing with you. But I remember, Stephanie, we would, uh, we would just make a game of like, how many times a day we could just randomly be like, judge if you will, my stomach. Be like, I'm crawling. Who am I? I'm crawling. Who am I? And the other person would immediately be like, inside joke. Sometimes people would look at us funny. Yeah, we reenact this for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And it was amazing. Absolutely. But yeah, I was like, you're having a bad day. I'm going to do, do the Prince crawl. Hold on. You had a bad day at work. Let me do this Prince crawl for you real quick. No, you're smiling. Let's get on with our day. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And you know, just thinking about, you know, his presence on MTV, VH1, etc. Do you remember the MTV Music Awards when he wore the the yellow get up with the assless chaps? Oh, right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How did I forget that? Yes. I just remember going to school the next day and all of us were like, man, Prince and some heels and some assless chaps. You know, that is one sexy man. And <laughs> God, this dude had such style. He didn't he give a fuck. And he was such a force. I mean, so fucking cool, man. And nobody he didn't give a shit. Him. And Mm-mm. he was amazing. And it was just like, oh, hey, guys, I'm doing this. Whether it was fashion, whether it was style, whether it was music, whether it was whatever. It's I'm doing this. You can come along for the ride or you can stay back here. But I'm Prince, so I'm going to go lead the way. <laughs> exactly. Do you know who I am? Jesus, I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, another cool thing about when Stephanie and I were living together is that we mentioned this before in, episode, in season one in a couple episodes. It's kind of like it was a renaissance in New York. Like, I don't know. We're yeah. just bringing back these iconic artists. 
And one of the things that uh, we got to experience together to celebrate Prince before his passing was a screening of Purple Rain. Yeah. So, you know, Steph, you remember that, right? Yeah, that was kind of incredible. Um, I love midnight showings as it is. So I was excited about this. And I um, believe you and I, Stephanie, went with our friend Jen um, to this Purple Rain screening. Hey, Jen, if you're listening. Um, I believe it happened at Lincoln Center, this midnight screening Mm -hmm. of Purple Rain. I was like, yeah, I'm all in. And as you can imagine, it was a very interactive screening. Uh, It's a, I don't want to say it's a campy movie, but like, through a modern lens, like there's a lot that's funny about it. Don't know if it's all intentionally funny. Either that's way, right. it's a classic. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. And our memory of going to see Purple Rain at Lincoln Center, I know it, <laughs> we will never forget. It was all these people. It's a, a bi-level theater. Everybody is singing along. People came in dressed as prints with their frilly shirts. People came mm-hmm. in in full effect for this. And (laughs) as you can imagine, like that was kind of amazing. Yeah. I felt out of place because I wasn't in costume. I'm like, shit, I didn't get the memo, but I, but I can't (laughs) be fitting. I'm not trying to wear some ashless chaps y'all to the Lincoln center. So, you know, I just couldn't do it that day, but that is the one and only time I've been to Lincoln center. Not saying there's not great things going there. It's New York, all about the art, et cetera. But that is the one and only time. And I'm glad that Prince brought me there because that place is gorgeous. Yeah. completely gorgeous um the waterfalls in front and yeah i remember it being laid over by columbus circle it was and i believe it was a, like a chill crisp night it was great it was just fantastic and yeah so i mean i'm sure every our fans listening across the nation you have done some type of prince themed something so we have more to sell go for it Steph. i'll let you kick it off so many prince memories that we have mm-hmm. so many prince related memories uh that we have just continuing purple rain for a second I went to um, Brooklyn's Alamo Draft House to see a screening. It was a few years ago at this point, and it was so much fun. And it was billed not only as like a Purple Rain screening, but they said, this mm-hmm. is a, a party screening. This is a movie party. Um, they tell you nice. it's interactive, uh, which mm-hmm. was really fun. And they gave us um, like a party pack so we could interact with what was happening on the screen, uh, a la Rocky Horror or something like that. And they gave us, um, I believe it was purple glow sticks um, to wave around like at the right times. I think there was um, some parts where we were throwing like confetti at certain uh, party times in the movie. I think each pack had like a purple boa or something to that effect. It was like, wear this, throw this, be this, be Mm -hmm. here with Prince. So I feel like with these screenings, these Purple Rain screenings that just took place in different parts um, and times of New York, it just shows how very loved and very appreciated he was even prior to his passing. These were, he was so celebrated all the time. And I'd like to think that, I hope that no one ever really took him and his genius for granted, but I think especially in New York, there was just this deep, appreciation for him. And I know in various parts of the country, but you see, I think, a reflection and appreciation for certain artists there at all times. And I like to think that everybody knew what a a singular and once in a lifetime talent he was. Yeah. uh, Yeah, no. Yeah. Great. That's great way of putting it, Stephanie. That's 100% on point. Um, You know, I had went to, uh, for, for those that don't know, um, the Alamo Draft House originated in Austin, and it is a movie slash restaurant theater. And it's uh, they, they host a lot of little different theme parties. And there was one when I was living in Austin 
um, that was a uh, an 80s video dance party. And of course, they played the hell out of Prince. So I actually had to reenact the bathtub scene, Stephanie, during Dove's Cry because I'm, yes. I did it for you. Just so yes. you know, <laughs> I did it for you. And so, hey, check it out, folks. So it is the movie theater, right? Everyone's standing sitting, whatever you want to do in your, you know, the seat that you bought, but they opened up the stage for people just oh, to dance. So they fun. actually had a stage in front of, yeah, in front of the uh, the screen. So I didn't get up there on the stage and do the, the doves cry crawl. Cause I didn't just, I, that would have been fun. However, I did dance for other songs, but Prince is so fucking cool. And um, this is just a little side and side note of a very momentous moment in my, my courtship with my husband. So Jeff and I, my husband's name is Jeff. Jeff and I first started dating and um, him, me and our friend Lucy and Lucy, if you're there, hey girl. Um, so we went out to this, to the dance party and Jeff is a little reserved and it was <laughs> Prince that brought him out. I actually heard him sing for the first time. It was Little Red Corvette. I'm like, hell yeah, because <laughs> Prince has got that power. So then, man, I knew he was the one. I'm like, all right, cool. He got out of his shell. He's being comfortable with me. But Prince has that effect on everyone, right? It's just like, oh, he's he's great. He's just great. I got to say and add here as a side note, Little Red Corvette as a karaoke selection mm -hmm. is very challenging. So props to him. Everybody I've seen do that. Man, there's some high notes that only God can reach. Oh, well, come on. Let's be real. Still, Jeff, he was quiet about it. But I saw him because I, mean, I had to see next to him. I was like, oh. I wasn't, I was pretending not to look at him because I was like, just be cute. This just to so you. Cute. I'm falling more in love with you because you're singing Prince. Um, so yeah, that's Amazing. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, oh, I you love know, it. Back on just Prince memories. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Prince memories. When was the first time you actually saw Purple Rain, Stephanie? First time I saw it was in 86 on VHS with my parents and my parents just told me to close my eyes during the dirty scenes. <laughs> 1986. Wow. Okay. Did they, I'm very surprised that they were like, well, the rest of this movie seems fine for children. Yeah, um, man. Take my, the my, sex my, scenes my, out and it's still fine. I don't know. There's some like, I don't know. Hey man, my, my parents are about it. They're like, here's life. Just watch it. <laughs> and, and you know, we're a music family, man. And so I was always hearing the album. So you couldn't bring you know, anything Prince into the house without me getting excited. So yeah, oh, and then Morris Day in the Time, who we've talked about um, in, a, talked about. in season one. We're big fans all around. But uh, yeah, so it was the first time you saw it as an adult or a college? I, was, I think it was high school. It was, yeah, I think it was high school. It was the first time I saw Purple Rain. And uh, so if folks are doing math, um, out there and talk to Nerland. Uh, it had been out a while. Oh yeah, yeah. By the time I saw it in high school, but I was extremely intrigued because you see up until that point so many clips and music videos and snippets of him, and to kind of I feel like uh, cinematically, it's almost like the mm -hmm. genre was made for Prince because mm -hmm. he's so visual. And I know we've talked in past episodes about these artists who were so visual and knew how to take the medium. And I think he was able to take it like not only music videos, but to even parlay him and to say, hey, this movie, uh, just being in movies is also part of who I am because I, I have something to say in this medium. I have something to say musically. I have something to say elsewhere, which is again, part of his genius, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So for those diehard Prince fans, this is a movie that I haven't seen as Stephanie has under the cherry moon. 
Um, <laughs> that is that came out in '86, and um, from what I read, because I have not seen it, y'all, going to be completely honest. It was a romantical uh, musical comedy drama. It had the time in it, had some other folks, but it was so bad that it won a Razzie, a Golden Raspberry Awards. And I didn't know what that was until before um, this episode. So that is similar to the Golden Globes award show in LA for like the worst pitcher. And it actually got awarded the worst pitcher. Tie with Howard the Duck. I love Howard the Duck. It's one of my favorite movies. But the soundtrack um, to uh, this particular film, Under the Cherry Moon, was Parade that had um, a slew of hits, and one of them being Kiss, which we all know. Um, uh, so that was really a commercial success. But I did not get under, I did, never saw Under the Cherry Moon, but uh, it seems like it, it wasn't as uh, impactful as Purple Rain. It's, a, it's definitely not, and Prince knows it too. But it was, it was, I think, as you and I spoke about it a little, Stephanie, uh, I was underwhelmed. It's not even, I guess it's not even like one of those fun, bad movies because you're just kind of like, oh, this isn't, it's almost like not for modern attention spans, kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why maybe Purple Rain is his opus as a movie and Under the Cherry Moon, not so much. You know what though? I'll tell you, I know some diehard Prince fans, diehard, diehard, who love Under the Cherry Moon. So uh, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like there's room for everything, but to your point, Stephanie, uh, I think there's a reason why it won a Razzie. <laughs> hey, we'll just, exactly. We'll just stop it there. I have to check it out, though, because, hey, man, yeah. Howard the Duck, oh, come on, yeah. listeners. Y'all know y'all love some Howard the Duck. was the best. So, you know, so you're getting the vibe here, guys, that we are like some Mega Prince fans. And so check it out. In the year 2012, <laughs> my birthday fell on Fat Tuesday. And I'm a big, I love New Orleans. I love the culture. I love Mardi Gras time, but I didn't have that bank to go to New Orleans. So I decided to throw a party in Austin. And at the time I had um, some really good hookups and I got um, a rented out room on 6th Street and at a bar. It was a upstairs, downstairs bar. And I threw a Prince birthday theme party. (laughs) And my point, I was like, I wanted to dress up like Apollonia and I wanted everybody else to be different images of Prince. That one was in my mind, didn't come into fruition. I I, I can't wear the corset like Apollonia. I just can't rock it. But an Apollonia is, for those who don't know, is Prince's love interest in Purple Rain. But I actually was like, hey, you know, if I'm not going to, you know, buy a wig and, you know, go all Apollonia out, I want to have some Prince related, you know, mementos, et cetera there. So what did I do? I was like, I want a pinata. I want a pinata. I have a Mexican American heritage and I love me some pinatas and it's fat Tuesday. Let's get wild. Right. I had this whole feeling that, I mean, this whole idea in my head that we'd have the pinata over sixth street and I would just be, you know, banging it and beads would fly out and everyone's like yeah you know woo and I'm like and it's my birthday too everybody I'm really stupid about my birthday but um so I wanted to find a pinata so I ended up finding a pinata that was a guitar and it was purple guitar right but it had Justin Bieber on the front and I was like okay I need I this this is not right so fortunately it was a it was a dual party with my friend Lee and she's a great artist so she covered it and drew out the Prince symbol and so we had a Prince guitar pinata. Oh my God, for, that's amazing. Yes, it was so fucking dope. It was the best. And I really wanted to get a bunch of dubs so I could put out, you know, <laughs> so I could just have like dubs on the table. But it was, I had, <laughs> that was a crazy year. And I had literally, I went out to New York to, you know, uh, visit Stephanie and other friends. So it was a big, it was a big birthday. Um, but uh, oh yeah, God. I, 
it was that memory is so special to me my little prince party and i think we're gonna have to do it again i mean yeah oh my God. i just two. love that your friend said i'm going to take um his symbol which as mm-hmm. listeners know he used to solely be identified as and put it on this pinata cover up the justin bieber i appreciate that on such a deep level because yeah purple guitar Whose purple guitar is that? Any purple guitar is Prince's. Any purple guitar is Prince's. Give that to Prince. Exactly. Oh my God. That was some crazy shit, man. I got to do that again. Oh my gosh. So yes, we could talk about Prince all day. Um, You know, one of the things, obviously, I mean, he's gone now. So I just remember hearing about his passing. I was, where were you, Stephanie, where you heard about his passing? It's one of those moments so, in time that you're always going to remember. Yeah, I remember I'd seen folks in my office that were kind of off to the side. And I remember they were being kind of quiet. And I misheard them as mm-hmm. a prince over some prince overseas passed. Okay. That's what I misheard. Um, of course, it was royalty who passed, but it was one Prince Rogers Nelson. And I didn't realize what was happening until all of a sudden I got all these texts on my phone and everybody reached mm-hmm. out to me and I was like, no, what is that? What we were talking Holy crap. Like, no. Oh my mm-hmm. God. And I just remember for the rest of the day, uh, nobody, everyone was really unfocused. People really, the office was essentially shut down because people could not focus on their work, but that's the level that he met meant to so many people. And these exactly. were, you know, it was different generations. It was different demographics and people were just like, it, it was like a literal in shock. You realize you know, that your heroes are mortal, but it was a really, it was a tough day. It was, it was, man. I was uh, working for some shitty ad agencies in uh, downtown New York. And uh, I was at the bodega getting that $15 salad. All New Yorkers on the line know what that (laughs) life is about. And I heard it over the radio that he passed and um, I skipped, I skipped lunch and uh, went and had a drink. Good for you. Um, yeah, I was just like, holy shit. And I was just in tears. And my boy Dre and I, we would go to this one bar. I forgot the name of it. Maybe Irish American or something like that. We had a friend there. Um, and uh, he's a, he's one of those crazy, crazy diehard Prince fans. And so we toasted to him. And that's insane. And one thing I wanted to mention, um, you know, on a lighter note, is that when Prince passed, the revolution, when Prince started, uh, it was Prince and the revolution. So his band, the revolution actually reunited and went on tour. And the yeah. year following Prince's passing, I went back to San Antonio and I was able to see them at the Aztec theater. And Stephanie, I got goosebumps just saying that. It was so ah. cool to see Wendy and Lisa out there doing their thing. And they did such a beautiful tribute to him. They played the Purple Rain uh, album in its entirety. Oh Whoa. my God, I can cry. Oh it my God. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Once chills. in a lifetime opportunity. Oh, mm. how cool. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So nice. yeah. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, we had, Jeff and I had just moved back to San Antonio and I was like, <gasps> what? The revolution? Oh my God. I think I lost like 15 pounds at that, uh, you know, at, from sweat. To sweat because it's like whatever whatever I was drinking it didn't matter because I was dancing, dancing I was grooving the whole entire time so good because yeah. Prince just brings out the best in everybody man it does wow that's a great opportunity and I feel like that's something you know Prince appreciated that you know that uh, if there's great beyond like he was watching the revolution and smiling down saying hey guys thank you for 
keeping it going. And to see Wendy and Lisa mm-hmm. like that, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, you remember that one year stuff where we were going to be Wendy and Lisa for Halloween? Yeah, why didn't we make that happen? Like, I forgot about that. I feel like there was, we ran into some logistics or maybe some timing issues, but until you brought it <laughs> oh. up, wow, I literally forgot about that. <laughs> That's cool, man. We got to make that happen. Okay, we got things to do. We got to go to Placey Park. We got to dress yeah. up like Wendy and Lisa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm good. Down. So good. I'm 100% oh my gosh. Down. Well, talk tuners. Um, I think we have uh, pretty much uh, drove it home how much we love Prince. When Doves Cry is our jam. It is the one that uh, I really resonate with me and Steph's relation, uh, relationship, friendship. Yes, friendship relationship. Because Friendship uh, we, is a relationship. We, it is. It is indeed. And uh, I thank you all for, for tuning in. Just big thanks again, guys. Thank you so much for enjoying the show and telling us. If you want to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Lord knows we appreciate that. And then, like we'd said before, word of mouth is really big. If you want to mm-hmm. uh, do something that we'd really appreciate, you can copy in your favorite episode just on your social. And tell people just a little thing like yeah. that. We would totally appreciate it because we know word of mouth is really big for us. So um, either 100%. way, we want to say thank you. And uh, one more thing, actually, you can still uh, use our code listeners if you are looking to buy gifts for folks or yourself for Tiesta Tea. And Mm -hmm. uh, we have our code STEF15, that's STEF15, that you can use to get 15% off your order at TiestaTea.com. That's like Fiesta with a T, TiestaTea.com. And they are great. We are really enjoying their tea. Bold tea for a bold you. It's bold. It's good. Check it out. Yeah, they have some great blends, y'all. Um, some caffeinated, non-caffeinated blends. Y'all, I mean, TS has got it. They got a good, good, good variety for all different types of tastes. And something else I want to make a shout out to, we are we are part of the Pantheon Network. And today we brought you Song Facts, which is an actual Pantheon podcast. It's, a, it's called Song Facts. Gives you all the goods on your favorite jams. So definitely check that one out for sure. Yeah, definitely check them out. They have a great website. And they have a great podcast. We just uh, did a little guest spot for the holiday episode. Um, you can check that out. Hear us talk about some holiday stuff. You'd still like to do that. But we're just really happy to be part of the network. Got a lot of great podcasts to check out. And we suggest that you do. Yeah, man. So, man, 20 Deuce Deuce is going to be our year. In case you haven't yeah. figured it out. That's all I'm going to call it. 20 Deuce Deuce. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. So, guys, check us out on the socials. We're everywhere. Anywhere. IGFB, TikTok, Twitter, find us, write a review, talk to us. You know, we're here. Let's kick off the year right and, uh, you know, tell us what's up. Thank you so much for listening again. I am Stephanie Pena and I am out. Hey guys, Stephanie Myers, seeing you next time. Bye, Talk Tuners. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.